All right, welcome to Against All Odds. Cousin Sal coming to you with the heel producer, Jim Cunningham, and my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Sal, what's happening? What's going on, buddy? You guys are going on at extrapoints.com. You get free picks every day. Some are hotter than others. I think you're all on a pretty good streak, right? But Harry especially wants to brag. And boy, he's taking his picks to a new level. What did you do yesterday, Harry? Well, yeah, after yesterday's win with DeAndre Ayton going over nine and a half rebounds in the third quarter to give me five wins in a row, I decided to, you know, I live here in uh, in the Phoenix Scottsdale area. There was uh, my greatest and my most favorite WNBA player of all time. And Brian knows this to be true. Brittany Griner was at a casino um, just saying hi to everybody, doing a meet and greet, and I decided to jump on board. I went over there and met her and made had her be part of my video as she and I both, Gagnon and Griner, both agree that the Mercury will dethrone the Wings dethrone. tonight. The throne, the wings of the champ. It's like week two. The throne already. <laughs> All right, Jim, just play the video because I have a lot of questions here. And, uh, not, not, nothing not can really be finer than hanging out with Greg to you to the contest. Okay, this is until eight. Harry here for extra points. Okay. Going to give out the Mercury over the wings. Going to beat the wings tomorrow. We got it. <laughs> she looked terrified. <laughs> 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 that was it. So hey, let me guess. So uh, me, people can't see in that video. Go to extrapoints.com. You'll you'll check out. You'll see the video or on Harry's uh, Twitter feed. But you were about 10 feet in front of her. She's wearing a mask. You're wearing a mask. You could blame that on COVID, although I have a feeling they'd have the same restrictions for you if this was 2017. <laughs> but what, what what was that about? Well, yeah, you had to have the mask. Had to be a little bit restricted from her. She was sitting on the in the table. We, we were probably... Uh, everyone was who was meeting her was probably five uh, to seven feet away. But also before, when she first got introduced and came out, she's throwing around T-shirts, you know, to people all around. But me being the smart guy, the smart guy that I am, instead of like reaching up and trying to catch a catch a a pass of hers for a T-shirt, I made my arms like a basketball hoop. Oh. So then she looked at me and she gave me the finger point, the finger wag. And threw it in there and made the hoop. And I gave the, uh, the, the shirt to my girlfriend. You did. You're well, like, oh, this isn't 3XL. What the hell am I going to do with this? Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's exactly. Nice. Yeah. All right. Good and job now, by you. And now yeah. Harry doesn't have to buy his girlfriend a birthday present. <laughs> that's, that's it. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. And leave Brittany alone, Harry, for God's sakes, as uh, Chris Crocker told us many, many years ago. Well, that's it. Brittany Griner. Did she pass you a... Uh, Hey, uh, what would he call it? <laughs> I can't. I've screwed up the joke because it's too early. Anyway, <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> anyway, Listen, going for six in a row tonight. We're taking the Mercury. I know. Well, it seems Dallas. too good to be true. You meet one of your idols and going for six in a row. I don't think it's going to happen. But yeah. Well, um, the the I will say the funny thing is after Harry sends me that video, he says, "Shit, I kind of like the wings tonight." <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, Perfect. yeah. I mean, it, it, Mercury, a small one point favorite at home, Brian. Usually that way would go the other way, don't we? All right, listen, I have some plugging to do myself. I plugged my book yesterday because I figured Father's Day is coming up. Everyone should buy my book. You can't lose them all. I, I screwed up the title of my own book in Twitter. I said you can't win them all. No, of course you can't win them all. You can't lose them all is the name of the book. Go to uh, Barnes & Noble or go to uh, anywhere you buy 
books and get it for your dad. Or if you're a dad, get it yourself or get it for mom. Who cares? Uh, Talks about all these degenerates in there. Lots of fun stories there. But more importantly, most importantly, it is Race to 10 Tuesday. We should have a little jingle for Race to 10 Tuesday. What we do is and what we've done is the last five weeks, we have picked an NBA game that plays on Tuesday night. We take one of those teams. We bet them the score 10 points before the other. That's an actual bet you can make on FanDuel.com slash against all odds or just anywhere. Race to 10 Tuesday. Which team will score 10 points first? Now, we lost the first week. Brother Brian, you started us off with a loss, right? And then we won four in a row. Harry started us off. Oh, that's right. It was more fun that way. Yeah, no, Harry I, think, lost. I think it was Brian. Wasn't it Brian? <laughs> but then we've won four straight, so the pressure is on. And this is a lot yeah. of fun. It's like four minutes of screaming. Check it out last week. My God, the Nets and Celtics was terrific. Uh, we had the Celtics score 10 first. They did, and then the Knicks ended up uh, blowing them out. So it doesn't really matter in terms of who you like to win the game. It's picking who's going to score the first 10 points. And the parlay kid, it's his opportunity to make it five in a row. Got a lot of streaks going today between Brittany Griner and our race to 10. Parlay kid, Sixers play the Hawks. The Sixers are at home. It's game two. It's a must win. So they're favored minus 158, which is as high as it really gets for the race to 10. Plus 124 on the take back. We don't know who he's taking. He's going to tell us right now, but Harry, you have an idea who he's going to take. What do you think? Yeah, I'm thinking, well, obviously I think Darren would like to take uh, the Hawks and take the underdog and take the plus money. But in this spot, he knows what the Sixers have needed to do. I think it's a bounce back here situation. He's going to hate having to lay the money but I think he takes the Sixers. I am following the exact logic, and I think that's why he's going Sixers on behalf of all of us, minus 158 and a must win. But Parley Kid, tell us, are we right or wrong? Well, you're wrong. Uh, Whoa! uh, (laughs) Look, I I think, here's my thought. You guys are right. The Sixers are in a must well, I, it's really close to a must win. It's not a must win. It is win. a must win. Yeah, it but is. It is. You, you they feel go down like, to nothing. And, and that's fair enough. Team. That's fair enough to say. Uh, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. But now after watching the Hawks play about seven playoff games um, or eight, that's five, six playoff games, I always feel like they get off to a pretty strong start in almost every single game. Uh, and that included all the games against the Knicks. I felt like the Hawks were always the first team to 10 against the Knicks. Uh, I think except for uh, maybe once, right? So, I, you know, I just don't like laying the 158 here. This is a, it's a coin flip, right? It, it, t- it really has become a coin <laughs> flip true. because when we're watching these games, we're seeing that the team that gets is the first to 10 is losing this game uh, half uh, more than right. half the time, <clears throat> right, I think, right, too. Right. So that being said, if you want to say it's a must win, I'm not saying the Sixers are not going to win this game. I just think okay. I don't want to. I don't want to lay that mm. money for for what. And if I'll, I'll take the Hawks at plus one twenty four and hope that uh, their sh- early shooting is better than the Sixers shooting. There which, you go. All right. And when it, they came it out in the first been. quarter. Game one, they scored forty two in the first quarter. So yes, they are quick starters for sure. What do we got? We got Capella taking the tip. Capella yeah. against Embiid? Is that what it is? Yeah, I, I I actually just looked it up. So Embiid has won 68% of the tips. That's not good. And then Capella's only won 47% of the tips. Jeez. So, What's wrong with him? 
Look, good sticking with it. The Hawks get out to a fiery start. We're going to have our picks on all these games, the uh, Hawks, Sixers, and the Jazz and Suns. We're going to have all that. We're going to go over Julio Jones straight to the Titans, what that means for the odds. we got some hockey action coming on, best bets from these guys. We're going to do it all. But race to 10 is is, uh, first and foremost on our minds I can't wait. We have the Hawks. It's very exciting. We'll give you a heads up. And also exciting, we're playing for at Mr. Penza. At M-R-P-E-N-S-A, we had a whole thing where I put a trivia question out there, and as in 2019, Harry attempted to set the Guinness record for most casinos bet at in a 24-hour stretch. The record was what, Harry? 74. The record was 74, and at Mr. Penza, correctly, as far as I could tell, and first to guess 51. That's what Harry had, 51. Harry debates. He thinks it's 52. Now, I have to say, I looked at the results, uh, the the replies. I don't know that a lot of people were copying the 51. Once they saw 51, they were like, all right, maybe mm-hmm. I'll get credit for 51. He'll maybe randomly take it. But I was impressed with how many people knew yeah. that you had 51. Pretty good. You got a nice following, really Harry. Everyone likes you, except Brittany Griner, who's drawing up papers right now. <laughs> Keep your F away. <laughs> but anyway, Mr. Penza will be playing for us. We'll have $100 on the line for him. Mr. Penza, for better or worse, we have the Hawks plus 124 Who? to get to 10 first. Who would you guys have gone with? Would you guys have definitely gone, all gone Sixers? I might have went Sixers. So we're pushing We're pushing the envelope with the underdog all these games, too. I don't know. I, I It, it may, would make sense to go Sixers, but they really might just not be better. And then, and why would mm-hmm. we take the big favorite there, Brian? What would you have said? Um, well, I'm going with the I'm going with the Sixers today. Um, but uh, it's yeah, only the first know. four I, minutes. Hard, yeah, it's hard, you know, yeah, it's hard for the first to ten. I, I might have taken the Hawks for the first to ten just because I would have taken tie. I think I would have taken tie. Probably. No, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Penza, jump on board with us. We're red hot. We've hit four in a row. And uh, we'll give you a heads up on Twitter. And that's what? Uh, 7.30 Eastern? 7 or 7.30 Eastern? 7.30 Got to catch it right away. It goes real fast, real fast. All right, right now, it's time to deep dive in the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call Bed Aches. When a bet makes you sick And you make the wrong pick It's a bad ache It's a bad ache It's a bad ache Yes, Bedex presented to you by our friends at PropSwap. We go over all our miserable, well, our most miserable wagers of the week or the past weekend. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to lump it all in. Fox Bet Live, I can't win a week. Furman is in really good shape to take down the season. He's about 1500 fake dollars ahead of me. I kind of need like the the Lightning to win the Cup or the Bucks to win the East. That ain't going to happen. Doesn't seem like Um I don't know. I, I, I guess I need the lightning, but he's winning on crazy, crazy horseshit. NASCAR 0.4, 0.04 seconds. <laughs> True X top three. I'm sitting there watching NASCAR cursing. I was in Disneyland. I swear to God, I was in the Haunted Mansion ride watching the NASCAR Cup Series and swearing. I, I couldn't even tell you. My wife and kids are like, oh, my God, did you like all the changes? I'm like, yeah, I didn't see a goddamn thing. I was looking down at the phone the whole time. I have no <laughs> idea who was sit- what fake ghost was sitting in my lap. But that was that. Anyway, so Fox Bet Live not being able to win. That's my bet ache. Brother Bry, you have something more substantial. And oh boy, this one hurts when we know the details. 
Yeah, well, you know, on Sunday, I was having a pretty shitty day. My daughter's basketball team over the weekend just got murdered on Saturday and Sunday in their tournaments. Well, no, not, mur not really murdered, though, right? No, no, just basketball <laughs> murder. Oh, okay. All right. Four, Thank four, God. <laughs> um, in all four games. So I had just gotten home from Parley Kids House. He had some people over. Um, it was going into the bottom of the ninth. So Yanks were down one. I decided I'll put a little bit of money on the Yankees to win at plus 350. The Yankees had uh, their, you know, a good part of the lineup up so i thought there was a good chance they could tie it uh they tie it up in the ninth on a double by tours they have first and third two outs odor has a, a full count right they call strike three on a pitch that is literally like 18 inches outside that only <laughs> oh leave, come on oh, oh only <laughs> leave on her net only it was at least, like would have gotten back. It was at least a foot, yeah. right? I mean, at least a it was foot. At least it, a, no, that's not oh, a lie. It's not a lie. You could look. It I up. saw it. I saw it a bunch of times. But I know. Uh, but, yeah, but, but what annoyed me foot. so much about that was like Aaron Boone doesn't get thrown out of the game. We have two other coaches who get thrown out of the game. We end up losing that game in the tenth, uh, six five. But my biggest complaint is, can we go to robot umpires now? Like the the pitchers have such a big advantage in baseball. I I think we need to go to because yeah. they're just widening the strike zone for every pitcher. So if we have robot umpires, it would definitely benefit the hitters because at least there'd be some consistency with the strike zone. But it's just it just annoyed me that that whole game annoyed me. The fact Bru that we got swept to the Red Sox annoyed me. Um, so just, you know, the fact that I was a, I was looking to to potentially win a good amount of money there and uh, to lose it on Sunday after such a terrible weekend it was not was not helpful. Well, all right, that's a bad one. But you Yankee fans are insane. You need the manager. Boone's got to be fired now because he didn't come out and argue. But you understand that not, there's no the arguing is fine, but it never you're never going to change the umpire's mind, right? Robot or otherwise. Now he needs to be fired, Parley kid. Uh, look, I'm not into firing uh, managers. Yeah. Uh, I've never have. Um, but Maybe we get robot managers. Maybe that's the way to solve this. Well, that's all they need. You just need a robot to manage. That's nobody manages baseball anymore, Sal. I mean, mm. uh, it it doesn't happen. So they go by a book, or or you got the uh, the nerdy general managers, uh, you know, telling them really what needs to be done. Uh, that's that's how it is. So you might as well go to robot managers too, and just. <laughs> uh, you know, go buy a script. That's what it is. That so, Darren. I think uh, Darren, though, I think you and Brian should be more upset instead of um, the strike call that Brian was calling saying about the in the Yankee when the Yankees were up, um, or excuse me, when the Red Sox were up. That strike that w wasn't called a strike was right down the middle. That would have been it, and then Bogart doesn't deliver. What the hell inning are you? T oh, okay, all right, right. Yeah, I know, you but know the big saying? one is the one that everyone said. I I definitely think it doesn't help that the pitchers are have the advantage. It doesn't help that ESPN has the box. Right there as the strike zone. So you immediately see what's a ball and what's a strike. Like I would not want to do a Sunday night game if I were an umpire. I'm like, please, please don't get me out. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want yeah. that on the yeah. schedule. Like please that, that if anything, behind the plate Sunday night, it's like a whole different job. But I get it. That's a bad beat, brother Bry. I well, get the well, I'll also say though, I mean, it's the Yankees' own fault too. I mean, the fact that they have Odor up in that situation and they've relied on that guy all year too is is pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was looking, uh I, I talked about it. I don't even know if I got to it. It, it. The odds are nuts, though, for this still. What's the bets bet for the uh, AL East right now? And I know we're uh, about 50 games in, but if you look, the Yankees are, what, six and a half out? And they are plus 220 to win the East. The Red Sox, I think, are a game out 
and they're plus 350. It just goes to show you how miserably long the baseball season and and Tampa Bay Rays who are in first place are plus 140. And the Blue Jays are ahead of the Yankees too and they're plus 550, right? What's what's the better bet out of those? We weren't going to cover this, but for mm. God's sakes, the Red Sox are plus 350. Now, now we're kind of seeing the identity of this team. They could maybe jump into first at some point in July, right? It's good value. I, I wouldn't touch the Yankees. I don't see things changing with the Yankees. Uh, Six and a half. Wow. That's a lot. All right. I mean, look, we, you know, we, we saw back in uh, 78, they were 14 and a half back in, in, in yeah. July. Yeah. Right? Uh, late July. But, you know, that's, that, that's like a once in a 40 year comeback, right? So uh, that's probably not going to happen. And they just don't seem to have the life. They don't have the life, the Yankees. I mean, the pitching has been so. They don't this have this race team. Well, this race team is something else, though, guys. I looked at it. The Rays are doing it the right way. I'm not saying that. I, I don't even know if they're doing it the right way. I find the Rays boring. They kind of the same yeah. type of thing. They don't score a lot of runs. They use a million different pitchers. They're not exciting. They don't play exciting baseball. Nobody does it. The, the game is. Darren Rich Hill doing it still at 41. All right, all right, all right. That's an, no, it's enough of this. I mean, Yankees are <laughs> 27th in runs per game ahead of only the Mets, Tigers, and Pirates. But I want to talk real quick, uh, the opposite of a bed ache. You guys, Parley Kid, Harry, had Cantley to win, uh, what was it, the Heritage? What the hell was that uh, last Memorial. Time? Memorial, yeah. sorry. Uh, Saturday, everybody knows by now, John Rahm, minus 18, six-stroke league lead is told on the 18th hole that uh, he has to withdraw for COVID-19. Now, I, I still don't know what happened if he was vaccinated and, and still tested positive or wasn't or, you know, the, the or why Cantlay or Morikawa, who played with them the day, that day, actually, because they had to continue the third round on Saturday, second round on Saturday. They both got to play. Either way, you guys made out big time with Cantlay. Good job by you, Harry. But I, I think you, I don't think you can complain for a long, long time now about a bad beat. That was the ultimate anti, uh, I guess, uh, betting, right? That was phenomenal. And about to be honest with you guys, I wasn't <laughs> feeling good. I wasn't feeling good Saturday, and I know Rom was running away with it, and I, I passed out, and because I knew when I checked this, then I checked it was like eighteen under, and I woke up, and then I saw you guys text saying Rom, wow, and I didn't exactly know. I didn't even know what was going on until I until I checked on things, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, yeah. So six quickly. I don't know, Polly kid. That's weird. I guess we'll find out details, but sounds like the PGA just put their foot down. It's like, listen, no, we, we can't. This is just how it's going to be. You can think it's over, but it's the not guy over. couldn't go out and play by himself. It's kind of strange. Uh, I thought so too. But then, like, what so. if like ten players test positive? Like, then what do you do for the top twenty? Everybody plays by themselves, and there's a uh, eleven hour uh, Sunday that's round. That, that, yeah. That, 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 yeah, it was probably easier. Um, poor guy. I feel terrible for the guy. Worked out for me because I had. The three other closest guys, money on the yeah. uh, Morikawa, yeah. Cantlay, and Scheffler. Scheffler, so yeah. I had and, the three other guys, uh, so I I was locked in. I I knew I was winning some type of money somehow. Uh, and and Harry will tell you, it's like the sixth or seventh winner I picked over the course of. Nice uh, job, yeah. Why does Harry have to and, tell you? Give those picks and, out here. <laughs> And we, uh, well, we did. We last week, Darren and I on against true. all odds. We, we, we I saw that. Play, and Darren also mentioned Morikawa. Brian, if it's Mickelson three weeks ago, do they hide it? Uh, yeah, mm. probably. Mm. Probably. Well, I guess it's tough. 
Well, I guess it's tough call. because the, I don't know. With Mick, Mickelson was tough because there was such a big crowd right around him and everything. Like I don't know. I, well, that's but, the other thing to this. I, I don't want to play Travis on everyone, but they're not testing that crowd. There's there's the hundreds right. of people in the gallery. Everything's on the, the <laughs> honor system or whatever it is. So it's uh, I, listen. There's by the hypocrisy. way. Yeah, kudos to uh, Fanduel for uh, paying out the uh, wrong yeah. winners, right? So uh, the betters, most betters, were taken care of. It was Rom himself who got gypped, right? You so, know, it, it hurts our bet aches segment when uh, Fanduel and the like pay out the winners and the, and the both sides does. can't lay and Rom, Rom but um, but yeah, that is very uh, very good job by them paying out the minus eighteen. My God, he had a six stroke lead. They lost close to $2 million, right? $1.7 million. There you go. All right. That Nuts. is bed aches. Yes. Prop swap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on NBA championship and Stanley Cup futures when you buy directly from other bettors on prop swap. And now it's time for another edition of the extra prop of the week, which focuses on game three of the Bucks net series on Thursday night. What will be the number Kevin Durant points scored plus Milwaukee's total rebounds. The Bucs ranked first in the league with 56 rebounds a game. To enter, tweet us your guess. Yes, Kevin Durant points plus Milwaukee's total rebounds. Tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at PropSwap with the hashtag, hashtag Extra Prop. Extra Prop is the hashtag. Must be following both accounts to win. The winner will receive a $200 Brooklyn Nets championship ticket courtesy of prop swap that is to win $200 on the nets to win the championship. My God, out of all of the free futures tickets, that's looking pretty damn good right now. As far as the ones offered by prop swap, go to PropSwap.com today or download the prop swap app to find the best odds nationwide prop swap where America buys and sells sports bets. Yeah. For God's sakes, the nets, why do we not see this coming? Like everyone's like, oh, Luca, Dame, oh, Luca's the greatest. Look at Jokic, look what he's doing. Trey Young, <clears throat> for God's sakes, unstoppable, the new best player in Kevin Durant. And then on top of it, no one's giving the Nets a chance in game two at home. Uh, they're an, a friggin' underdog to the Bucs. And Kevin Durant's like, hey, remember me? We could do this without Harden. When I'm, when I'm healthy, it just seemed like we should have seen it coming. And he went nuts. And uh, he's the best healthy player i think out there still i'll change my mind in a few days i'll say it's trey young but right now i'm <laughs> gonna say it's uh what do you think parley kid durant just made a statement last night yeah i, mean, I think um you gave out the nets at the start of the year at six to one sal uh i believe when we had simmons on for the draft i gave the nets were more like 12 to one at the time uh that but then i kind of flipped i flip-flopped on the nets i think so i can't take really full credit for that uh but they they're loaded I don't know how good it is for basketball because, you know, again, it just it just gives more of these teams a more of a reason to create these super teams. Uh, you get a player, a friendly coach that's never coached before, just put him behind the bench uh, with a with a D'Antoni. I, you know, I guess you can win games, and and that's what the Nets are doing, and they're they're doing it right now in dominating fashion yeah. dominating fashion yeah i don't know if the bucks offense or defense is worse right now like you're right like oh. right like they were missing shots mm -hmm. first game that was it chris middleton was terrible though they'll, they'll get back game two they didn't get it back game two and they didn't play defense like all these guys like oh pj tucker he locked down jimmy butler like it's, it's just it doesn't matter like none of these guys do anything defensively 
Uh, I, yeah, probably kid. I think if you're like a Portland fan and you're a Dallas fan, you're rooting hard against the Nets. You're rooting for anyone except That's the what Nets I mean. because that right, makes a right. Dame Lillard or a Luca think, all right, I'm going to go to a different team. That's what I'm going to do. Unless like, you know, Cuban pulls somebody <clears throat> into Dallas or something, offers them like a business and, in, uh, I mean, I'm not against Norway. them coming to the Knicks, though, Sal. I mean, yes, that, that's fine with me, right? Uh, Fox Fox Bet had six plus six fifty. Lillard ends up at the Knicks next year. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I will say, Barley Kid, all these years it's been the Dolans. They've been gotten in the way, but maybe these star players have gotten a taste of wow. Look at what the Garden could be like with a winning team. Like they, in spite of themselves, they be they the did king well this year of the NBA. If you yeah, you know, if you if they come to New York and succeed, I just don't know how Dame comes to New York, or else like the Knicks team could just be like Dame, and that's it. You know, it's like the rest right. of the roster is just dog shit. So I, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how they make it work. Be a lot of fun. Uh, all right, let's do the basketball right now. I was gonna take do Titans. We'll, we'll we'll skip that for a second. Atlanta, at Philly. We have Atlanta to get to ten first, uh, but Philly is favored by five. The over under is two twenty three. Must win. We said it is a must win because if Atlanta goes up two nothing, they're definitely taking at least one at home. I, it could be a sweep. Now I've been wrong about all these. I, I, when Dallas went up two nothing on the Clippers, I'm like, ah, Dallas is going to sweep. So who the hell knows who shows up? But uh, I, I find it hard to believe that Embiid is going to dig deep if they're down two nothing and come back. And even if he's healthy enough. That said, I think they make this a game. Oh, this sucks now, Parley kid. My pick is Atlanta under 109.5. Atlanta's team total under 109.5. So I have to root for them to get to 10 first, but not to get to 110. I got a lot of this mm. good, it's a decent sized middle. Um, four of the five against the Knicks, they were under 109. They had 128 the, uh, the other day, which is insane, but they came out hot. They absolutely did. And um, I just don't think they do that. I don't know if they put Ben Simmons. On Trey Young, they've talked about doing that. But one of these games, Trey Young is going to get 25 instead of 35. And Bogdanovich is going to get 15 instead of 21. And freaking Kevin Herter is not going to get 15. So I think today's the day. Tonight's the night. Atlanta under 109 and a half. Now, maybe they still cover. Maybe they win. But it's probably 107, 105, somewhere in there. Take the under. Uh, Brother Bry, you don't care. You're going balls out. Sixers back against the wall. They got to win. They got to cover. Yeah, so I actually, yeah, I I don't even have them covering. I have them covering the min- the adjusted line of minus one and uh, nine and a half, which is now I think plus one forty. Um, although, yeah, this the the race to ten throws a little wrench in it. But this is this is this is similar when the Knicks played the Hawks, right in game two. Um, the Hawks got off to a strong start, and then the Knicks rallied back and ended up kind of blowing them out in that game. So maybe you could see the same type of thing. Um, but it's, you know, that first game was just hard to win for the Sixers when a team gets that hot from three, even when they were trying to come back, they were just nailing threes, but they could definitely build off that fourth quarter. I mean, that was, um, they amped up, they really amped up the pressure there and they, they had a shot at actually tying that. Um, but the six, you know, the one thing, the Sixers were pretty dominant at home this year, especially with Embiid in the lineup. So I think they cut down on the turnovers. They'll get more output, some threes, maybe from Danny Green in this game. I, you, we, we've just seen so many blowouts in this series. I'm willing to go minus nine and a half to get a plus 140 type of uh, number here, just because I think we're going to see. It's probably not a bad idea for all these damn to get adjusted lines on both sides. Yeah. Um, for for a blowout either way. 
Yeah. All right. So, Brother Brian, now I'm looking at this. If we have Atlanta to score 10 first and the Sixers minus nine and a half for the game, we can't lose, right? <laughs> oh, no, we can lose. <laughs> <laughs> There's a million ways we can lose. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Parley Kid, yeah. you think Throw. Ben Simmons has to take over? Um, well, you have an adjusted number here, too. This is fun. Yeah, well, so I my I am really uh, second guessing myself already with this race to ten. I, I <laughs> this is been, well, we are I, locked in. Tell, talk to Mister Penza about it. He's I, the one you're screwing uh, over. I just I just looked. Believe it or not, um, the Sixers actually won the race to ten of game one. I, I and uh, Atlanta was four and they one. Did? And the yeah, uh, they 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 were the first to ten right. in that game. Uh, the the day the Hawks were four and one against the Knicks in the race to mm. t- to ten, uh, but okay. <laughs> they did they were down. But that might be a good thing because maybe the Sixers can't do that twice, right? So, do you think there's um, a coach out there? I don't know if it's Sixers coach, but is there a coach out there that's like, guys, let's take it little by little. I want to get to ten points first. All right, and then we'll be like break it down. They break it down because you see NFL coach like let's win the first quarter. Let's, right. Let's put right. points on the board our first drive, you know, whatever. Maybe that it's, would be it. You got to get in his ear. That would be that would be good, Sal. But the, my <laughs> prop here that I'm going with, Sal, is kind of adjusted as well, is uh, Ben Simmons over nine and a half rebounds at plus 168. Uh, Simmons averages slightly over nine per game uh, through the playoffs right now. He's right around this average. I do think Simmons has a big-time game tonight, uh, a big-time all-around game tonight in terms of the assists and rebounds. Uh, Last game, he only had four or five rebounds, but the two prior games before that, 10 and 12, like a lot of players, he normally backs up a weaker performance, like I said, with his four or five in game one. He normally backs it up with a much bigger performance uh, so let's take Simmons over nine and a half rebounds at plus one sixty eight. All right, there you go, plus one sixty eight. I'm into this Doc Rivers thing now. Pep talks, telling the te- telling the team you got to get to ten first. <laughs> that would be really funny, but that's not our side anyway. All right, Harry, what do you like? Uh, I got a matchup here. Um, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich minus one forty two over Ben Simmons in total points. Hmm. I'm going to use this basic math, basic numbers, basic math. Oh. Listen, parlay kid, you're a teacher. Um, uh, well, you're you're a health teacher, so you're kind of a teacher. Oh my but, uh, god! But uh, <laughs> but listen, Bogdanovich has eighty. <laughs> Bogdanovich uh. has six, and Simmons both have played six games in the playoffs. Bogdanovich eighty-seven total shots. Simmons fifty-seven total shots. Thirty more than Simmons. Uh, he had 21 in game one versus uh, Philly. And not only does, is it a 30-shot difference, but he's taken, Bogdanovich, out of those 87 shots, 60 of them, 63s, while S- Simmons, 57 total shots, and Simmons, three-point shots, one. One in those 57. So I'm going to take Bogdanovich. Just basic math here, doing the numbers, minus 142 to have more points than Ben Simmons. Simmons makes it up on the free throw line. That's where he does his uh, yeah. damage now. Uh, Paulie kid, as a health uh, teacher, what's one one piece of advice you'd give Harry, who's not exactly the picture of health? So, there's not yes. one piece of advice that could help this man. So. Let's not forget that I was a teacher too, Darren. I mean, let's, let's try to forget, forget that they obviously let anybody anybody teach in Vegas, right? 
Harry was, was barred was from Las Vegas. Not only yeah, the right. casinos, right. but barred from the school districts yeah. of, of Vegas. He's barred from both. So now that cat's out of the bag. So I don't know. I think in Clark County. That's not true. In Clark County, you just have to show like a drink ticket to uh, get a uh, subbing. Um, <laughs> get, get on the sub schedule. I mean, he did start right. dating the assistant principal there, right? Wasn't oh, that what true. was happening? Uh, and that's right. Pretty oh, impressive. Hear about that. Pretty impressive. All right, yeah. uh, Clippers and Jazz <laughs> game one. This is exciting. It sucks because Bucks and Nets was supposed to be the best series, right? Or at least good. It has not been uh, close. This is supposed to be another great one. Clippers at Jazz. Jazz minus three and a half at home. Game one, 219 and a half is the over under. I have to say out here, there's some lunatics who are calling for the Lakers to step aside. This is Clippers town. I won't say which feeble-minded Fox personalities are pushing this, but that is uh, that is on everyone's agenda, it seems like. How about get out of the f- second round, Clippers, right? Mm-hmm. Before you uh, proclaim that this is your town or the fans are go crazy, or uh, pseudo-fans, whatever these are. Um, Utah, tough. We're going to pick the series winner in a second, but I like them minus 156. I have to say, like, you know, this is high right now, but I don't want to worry about points. I do think it kind of blow them out. I don't I don't like any of the road teams in game one, barring injury. You saw Embiid was hurt, banged up. Atlanta came from behind. But look what the Suns did. They played like crap for most of that game and then just turned it on. They turned the switch in the third quarter, and they ended up beating the crap out of Denver. I think Utah does the same. I think, uh, you know, obviously Kawhi is not going to sit any playoff games going forward. But um, you got to think if there's load management within a game, He's been huffing and puffing. This will be the one. Game one. I think they kind of give it up. Utah, no one moves the ball like them. Donovan Mitchell's been going crazy. And uh, I think they present a challenge to the Clippers in game one. The Clippers would be not happy to give up. But uh, it's expected that the Jazz go up one nothing, And I think they will take a minus 156. Parley Kid, you're going uh, with the over here. Yes, I'm taking the over in game one here, Sal. Over 219 and a half. Has that changed? Is that still uh, the number we're looking at? I believe that's the same. Yeah. Uh, Um, Wait, that that changed this morning to 221. Oh, 221. Oh, you lost a point Um, and a half there. Right, Brian. I was right when it was 219 and a half at one time, right? Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, I mean, should have. We know how this is going to play out now because I'm going to stick with. Uh, the, you know, this game's going to end up at like 220, right? Is that what's going to happen? Uh, yeah, of something course. Something like that. But we'll stay with the over. Uh, I think Utah is, um, uh, go, no pun intended, going to be jazzed up here. This mm-hmm. uh, game one, the crowd is going to be uh, definitely a uh, hyped crowd. I don't think, I think the Clippers really spent a lot of energy on the defensive end these last couple games against the Mavericks. I think they might have a little bit tired legs, especially on the defensive side. Uh, They're going to give up. I I think Utah goes for about 115-plus in this game, and the Clippers will keep pace offensively uh, and and do enough to help this go over here, Sal. Boy, these numbers are jumping as like we're speaking. I like got last 10 minutes on the pod. Jazz are now minus four. In the last game we talked about, Sixers up to six and a half. The hell goes on. And that overall Jump. went to 224 and a half. Uh, all right, Harry, you uh, player prop here. Yeah, another player matchup. Uh, both Clippers. I'm going to take, we got to lay a little bit of a price here, but I'm going to lay 180 
with Leonard to have more points than Paul George. Uh, George not, again, having a stellar playoff. Um, he's averaging 10 points a game in the playoffs, mm. less than Leonard. Uh, six of the seven playoff games, Leonard's led the Clips in scoring. And he's shooting at a remarkable 61% in the playoffs. Took George's 46. And from three-point range, he's shooting 42%. George, only 30. So, Leonard, at minus 180, seems like a pretty good bargain to have more points than Paul George. Nah, I hate that bet. I hate it. I hate it. Minus Why? 180. I just don't think I think he goes 70%. We see 70% Kawhi right here in this game mm. one. Minus 180. My God. Is that simple math? Is that the simple math they're using again? <laughs> Simple, yeah. simple math. Simple math is uh, Paul George hasn't been showing up for playoff games for the past couple of years. That's a tough one with the road. Best guy in the road. To, I know, you know, the, the road guys have been lightening it up, you know, but maybe this round is a little different. Minus 180 is mm. high. All right, Bri, you're going conventional first quarter. Jazz get off to a strong start. This seems smart. Yeah, I'm going to go Jazz minus one and a half. I was actually hoping Parlay Kid picked this game, um, but uh, we didn't. Uh, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say I'm not sure if the Clippers defensive intensity would be up for game one, uh, you know, after a really tough series, kind of like what you were saying, Sal. You know, it, t- it takes it takes time to get into a game and defend the Jazz like they're going to get a ton of open looks early on, especially in the first quarter. I think they come out hot. They dominated the Grizzlies in the first um, in their series, outscoring them by seven, by nine, by 12, by three and by 20 in those games. So they outscored them in the first all of those games. The Mavs, on the other hand, outscored the Clippers in six of the seven games in the first quarter. Uh, so I really, li- I just really like the Jazz coming out uh, strong here, and I-, I like them a lot for the game as well. Yeah, Jazz, if you uh, care to celebrate your race to 10 Tuesday later in the evening, Jazz are minus 140, Clippers plus 110 in that race to 10. All right, series winner, Harry, you and I agree. Jazz in mm-hmm. seven. Right, we both have yeah, we both yep. have Jazz and yep. seven plus three ninety. I think this is uh, I hope and think this is a long good series. And unlike um, what what happened with the Clippers and and right. uh, Mavs, I think the home team will take care of business most of the way through, and this goes seven. And you agree? Yeah, I definitely agree. So obviously, the Jazz had the best record at home this season in the NBA at thirty one and five. Uh, since Mitchell uh, returned after game missing game one against Memphis. Uh, their teams have the, the Mavs. I mean, excuse me, the Jazz have been lighting it up, averaging 127 points a game. Mike Connolly's been great. I think the Clippers, you know, were far impre- weren't far from being impressive against the Mavs, <laughs> but still, I think they'll hold court at home. Like you said, Sal, I think they'll play tough in LA and Jazz win in seven. Probably, Harry, you don't uh, have to be nervous in front of us. We're not Brittany Griner. We're your friends. We've been around <laughs> you for years. <laughs> Maybe a reason why the Jazz went and the uh, Clippers. Uh, Win every okay. game at home. There you go. Parley kid, you think this is a shorter? You and Bri both think this is a shorter series in Jazz favor. Yeah, I think um, the Clippers, like I just said, mentioned, have really exerted a lot of energy to uh, get out of that first round, unlike the Jazz, who I think um, you know handled business in the first round. I think they're going to be a much uh, fresher team. I think the Jazz have a, uh, you know, I think they have a chip on their shoulder. Uh, kind of, uh, if you go back even to that All Star game, and um, they kind of got mocked a little bit of, you know, uh, the, you know, the Utah franchise. I think they have a, they have a chip. So I think they're determined here to knock these superstars or what you want to maybe call like a type of superstar star team and the Clippers out and get them out early. 
I'm going to say uh, the Jazz in six here. You could give me a line here, Sal, because I'm sure it's uh, changing as well. So let's go Jazz in six. I know that means they'll have to wrap it up uh, in L.A. if that's the case, but that's what I'm going right. to take. Jazz and six. Wait, let's see. So uh, Jazz and six. What did you think it was? Plus 550. Plus 550. I, All right, that's good. Bri, you, uh, you don't care about these numbers. You say could be a sweep, could be one in five, could be in six. Mm. Either way you win, right? Yeah, yeah I'm going to say, yeah, the Jazz minus one and a half. I think the fact that you're getting plus 184 here, I think, is 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 good value. I think, like Parley Kid was saying, there's just there's kind of a lot of disrespect here for the Utah uh, Utah Jazz, although, you know, there's points in time in the season where I was also like, ah, eh, Jazz can't win it. You know, they, they rely on the three ball too much. You know, can they have four straight, you know, four good shooting games? But, you know, the way they play, I, I think they can. And I do think the Clippers will be a little bit tired, for, you know, and I think the Jazz come out, they win the first two games, I think, at home. Um, and I just like the fact that, you know, you're getting plus 184 here versus I think it's minus one. It's minus 140, right, for them to just win the series? Just for the so, series, yeah. So if yeah, they do it in, yeah. in in four, five, or six, yeah. win that yeah. plus 184. That's yeah, good. I, All right, I, I like that six that, that Parlay Kid has, though, too. Gave you a lot of options here. You'll be in hoops heaven, betting all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. So many exciting matchups. FanDuel is taking that excitement to another level because new and existing users, all customers can bet risk-free throughout the playoffs. Once you have a FanDuel Sportsbook account, you can bet one same game parlay risk free every week. Combine multiple bets for an even bigger win. And if you don't win, you get up to $10 back. Yes, yes, yes. All this action. And you can bet the race to 10 Tuesday. So much fun. Now's the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. New users get up to $1,000 back. If your first bet doesn't win, just sign up a promo code against all odds to bet the NBA playoffs risk free. I mean, betting risk free. Come on. That's like what Harry did. He had the loser. Harry and the parlay kid had the loser in the golf tournament, and they they paid him anyway, right? With Canley. Good job by you guys. Code against all odds. Yes. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Promo code against all odds. Get all your action there. All right, football. Oh, boy. I've been battling with Clay Travis about this. As soon as I saw the Titans signed, well, traded for Julio Jones. What was it? It was they got Julio Jones for a second-round pick, and then they get a fourth round pick in 2023 and have to give up a six. Is that right? Did I get that right? Mm. I think that's right. Um, so there you go. Julio Jones goes to the Titans. Man. Didn't really adjust anything for that division. Um, their win total is nine. The overs minus 140. To make the playoffs, the yes is minus 138. To win the division, it's plus 110. That slightly went in their favor. The conference is... 14 to 1 for the AFC. The Super Bowl is 30 to 1. What am I missing here? This is a fixed line, I think. Titans were 11 and 5 last. Uh, let, mm-hmm. Let's take the win total, first of all. They were 11 and 5 last year, and now their win total is 9 because the Colts got Carson Wentz instead of Phil Rivers. Like their win total is 9. They had and 11. Had an extra game. There's an extra game. They get Julio Jones. They supposedly shored up the defense, right? What did they get? They right. got uh, they got Bud Dupree, who's coming off an ACL injury. They drafted Caleb Farley, who a bunch of teams passed on, but they're excited about that. Janoris Jenkins, big name. But you look at the metrics, it's really just like a top 30 cornerback. I'm reading into this, and I'm going to say Titans, no playoffs, plus 114. 
Um, I get it. Get excited about Julio Jones. You know, it's the only thing going on in football in um, June, second week of June. But if you look at the number two receivers, which is what Julio Jones is right now, Nicole Hardman, Gallup, Beasley, Deontay Johnson, Zach Pascal, all have more receiving touchdowns in the last two years as Julio Jones. Now, we only played nine games last year, but that's what happens to a 32-year-old wide receiver, right? You play fewer and fewer games. Would we be this excited if they signed Zach Pascal? I don't think so. I think they missed the playoffs. I think the Colts win the division. Then you got teams like the Chargers, the Ravens or Browns, and an AFC East team, either the Dolphins or Pats, getting that last wild card. And Broncos feel good. You, you feel good about the Titans making the playoffs if Rodgers goes to the Broncos? I don't, I don't know. I, this is a fixed line. Very strange coming at me with over nine and the playoffs only minus 130. I'm going the other way. Plus 114 that the Titans are out. Parley kid, I think you're going against me and everybody else here. You say over nine could be easy. I, yeah, I just don't. That's what I don't understand. It's, I mean, this they didn't become a worse team by picking up Julio Jones. I know 32-year-old receivers, uh, Some you know, sometimes you're running a risk there, but he's still productive, very productive when he plays uh, – with A.J. Brown there, too, he's not going to really get be drawing double teams like maybe the way he did in Atlanta. Also, remember, he had Matt Ryan throwing the ball to him uh, for years, and Ryan has uh, lost his game a little bit as well. I think this helps the Titans. Let's look at their division, Sal. What do you think their record in their division? What's the worst they're going to be in that division? Four and two? Let's say let's say they're four and two. That means they got to go five and six against just at least you're, you're then you know you're, you're at least push with this, and they go six and five. You're a winner with this. I think they're at least that right. I, I they're a good. They got a good coach. I know they lost their offensive coordinator. That could that could hurt them. Maybe they take a little step back. I don't think so. You got the best running back in the league. One of the and, and maybe right now on paper, the top uh, best two receivers uh, on one particular team, and their defense can only be an improvement from what it was last year. I gotta take the over nine wins at minus one forty. I know you're laying a little bit here, but I don't believe in the fishiness of, of this. I don't understand it. I don't know why. I I, I like the Colts to win the division. So, but. But you're 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 right. Like ten shouldn't be great. All right, let's look at their schedule. First of all, their first week, and I know it's the second week of June, but their first game against the Cardinals, they were two point two and a half point favorite. That didn't move. They're still a two and a half point favorite. Their extra games are at Seattle, not extra games, but outside their division. <coughs> at Seattle, I'm looking at the tough ones. Home against Buffalo, home against the Chiefs, at the Rams, uh, home against the Saints, at the Patriots. At the Steelers, it's gonna be tough. Home against tough, Miami, tough schedule. I don't know. Maybe we're, I don't know, Brian. What do we think? Come on, let's well, let's let's talk up a uh, uh, Titans well, under here. I mean, I know we're yeah, I know we're rooting for against them, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the exact reason I would take the under nine at plus one one twenty when you went over the schedule. I, I mean, I I will say yeah, maybe you can pencil in a four and two for the division, but right. like you were saying, if you're going. At Seahawks, at Rams, at Patriots, at Steelers, and then your home games are Buffalo, Kansas City, Saints, Dolphins, 49ers. Yeah. That gets 
that gets pretty tough, um, especially, you know, like you said, with some of the defensive issues that they had last year. So I think this is, you know, I, I would probably more likely say, you know, it is fishy and this is probably more a, a, an eight and nine season. Harry, the only team in the top five offensively and the bottom five defensively, 2020 Tennessee Titans. You, you're with me and Brian, you're going under. Yeah, I'm going under. I mean, they give up 439 points last year. That was most for a division winner in over 20 years. They were 28 overall uh, in yards against. And I don't really care for the Janoris Jenkins signing. He signed with the Giants a few years ago for big money, and he, was, he wasn't he was good then. It's a fun uh, name to say, but if you look at the metrics, yeah. he's like so the you look 28th at the, yeah. and 31st and everything for big cornerback rankings. But yeah, And I know if you're a fan of the Titans, uh, signing Hulu Jones, like we just mentioned, is great and all. But again, Sal, you mentioned 32 years old, banged up, uh, three touchdowns last year. Just two games over 100 yards, and this schedule is, I think, a killer. Yeah, you get the four wins, but you got to go up against the NFC West, and, and your extra game is the Saints and New England, Buffalo, Kansas City. Um, Tannehill and Henry better stay healthy the whole season. They've got no shot. I will say, Paul, my kid, that's a safety nightmare, right? With that, with with Henry and Brown and Julio Jones. Like, what do what do, what do you do? I don't know that Henry could have more production though. I just try and to figure out. What, I'm surprised who, Harry's. Yeah, I. Yeah, Henry can't probably have more production. I'm surprised Harry's gone because Harry's been a, a, a Tannehill fan here as well. He knows he's a pretty solid quarterback, Harry. You were on his bandwagon a lot last year. A I, lot, but still overall here, I don't know. I think, yes, that fishy line is right. So I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take the under here. It seems too easy to go over. Plus, again, their defense was really soft. Well, that's year. the thing. You're banking on their defense being miserable against all those good teams that Brother Bryant went over and, and, and Harry. That That's it. You can't really say too many bad things about their offense or Tannehill or what they're going to be able to do moving the, the chains. But, uh, hey, we're talking football. It's June. I don't know about this Rodgers thing. I'm starting to think more and more it's not going to happen. I don't I don't know. Uh, right? Yeah, I, I think uh, I saw somewhere where you could have Jordan Love to take the first snap at seven to one odds. I might jump on that. I might because I think they make Rogers be the bad guy here. They're like, all right, you want to sit? You'll have your whole fan base hate you for an entire year because we're going to go uh, four and 13. It's going to be your fault. And if there's a bunch of assholes, like Rogers says, they would do something like that. <clears throat> I don't know. It's going to be fun. Second week in June hockey. We're not out of it yet. Islanders, big win. Brother Bry, Parley Kid. My God. We're looking at Final Four, maybe? You don't huh. want to say it. I know you don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, here we go again. Um, let me look at the cup odds. So Montreal is in the Final Four. What a crazy team that team is. I think they've won, what have they won? Seven in a row, and I think they were underdogs in six of them. Is that right? I think that's what it was. So now the Sounds abs right. are plus two. Plus 220, the Avs to win the cup. Tampa Bay plus 230. The Knights plus 450. Isles 7 to 1. Canadians, like I said, only team in the final four right now. Plus 850. Then the Bruins 11 to 1. Wow. And the Hurricanes 37 to 1. I feel like the Bruins, Isles, and the Avs, Knights are the most talked about series, the most fun series. And that's why either Tampa Bay or Montreal is going to win the cup, right? Is that is that how it works? With hockey. But anyway, we have yeah. a game five tonight. Vegas, Colorado. Colorado, I have to check on this because these numbers have been moving around. I had minus 154. 
They are, yes, yeah, still 154. The take back for the Knights, who evened up the series. Good job by you, Paul. A kid, you called it plus 130. Uh, I'm going to go with the five and a half. I'm going over. Since the first period of game two against the Knights, the Avs have been outshot 110 to 52. So the onslaught, mm-hmm. I think, continues. Uh, Philip Grubauer, he's been he's been decent. He hasn't been like given up. Uh, well, the last game was crazy, but the Avs still though netting the absolute highest number of goals per game during the playoffs over four. I think they get to four, maybe being an empty netter. Vegas scores twice. Give me a four-two final tonight. Give ah. me over five and a half at minus one hundred four. Parley kid, you'll you'll enjoy that scenario if that plays out, right? Absolutely, Sal, because. I've gone down this uh, road before often, and the Avs are probably 5-0 and oh for me this year uh, on uh, my this pick. So I'm doing Avs minus 1.5 at plus 176. I think that line is at right now. Um, the Avalanche coming back home played very well here. Uh, when they're on their game, now look, I knew this, I knew this uh, Vegas team was good. I talked about this last week. I thought uh, everybody thought the Avs were going to run away with this series. I thought it would become a series. They've made it tonight. You're going to see the Avalanche at their best. Like you're saying, uh, a late goal could put this over the edge here for me at minus one and a half, but it might not even take a late goal for that to happen. I see this being like a 4-1 game here, Avalanche win, uh, and a force uh, game six back in um, – Vegas, they'll be up three to two with the win. Obviously. Yes. Either way, I mean, they're not going to force anything. But yeah, they're not yes. forcing anything. There's going to be yes. a game six in Vegas. But yeah, all right. Uh, Harry, anything. You, like a, <laughs> you like a player. <laughs> I do like uh, from the Avalanche and uh, Finland's Miko Rantanen over one point at minus 104. Usually they're uh, over minus a half, but I'm going to go over one point here. He's been fantastic at home. He's got 11 points in the playoffs, scored two points. In three of the four home playoff games this season, uh, excuse me, in this playoff se- playoff season, uh, seven points in four home playoff games. Miko Rantanen over a point at minus one hundred four mm, okay. tonight. All right, you sound very into that one. All right, brother Bry, what do you like? You, yeah. you also like a player prop. Yeah, I have a player prop in the the Knights Avalanche game. I'm going to go with Max Pacioretty over. I'm going to actually go over a half a goal at plus two hundred. I really like mm. Pacioretty to score a point, but his prop is over a half is minus 148, although he has a point in 14 of his last 15 games. But since coming back from injury, um, he scored in three of the five games in the playoffs. He had 24 goals in 48 games in the regular season, and he's always been one of the best sco- goal scorers in the NHL during his career. He's getting a ton of shots on net. Um, you know, he had eight the other night. I think he had, well, maybe four last game, eight the, eight the game before, so... I just like the uh, two to one odds here for him to score a goal. All right, there you go. Lots of hockey action, lots of basketball action. Let's do it. Sharp Tank, you guys give your best bets. I pick one, I ride it. Uh, give me your best. Harry, we, we went two and one Thursday. You lost with the Winnipeg Jets. So, yes. Um, your hockey yep. pick's not, not the greatest. That, that's just been the toughest to pick against Montreal right now. Uh, not a lot of I mean, fun. You, you, not you a really, lot of fans you realize- there. You realize this Montreal team, Sal, guys, down 3-1 to Toronto, and before that, close the regular season, losing five in a row. This is insane what they're doing. It is very great. What did I say their odds were to win the uh, Stanley Cup there? Plus 850? I mean, down 3-1. I don't know what they were, but they must have been 
they had to be over 50 to one, right? If the Hurricanes are 37 to one right now, they had to be at least 50 yeah. at that point. I mean, point. especially against Toronto, maybe 100. Hit us up, Barry. What's your uh, sharp tank? Um, you know what? Let's keep riding the Suns. Suns minus six in game two versus Denver. Uh, had a great uh, turnaround in the second half yesterday. Uh, Chris Paul looks good. He looks healthy. He's shooting the ball well at 21. Aiton matched Jokic last night, too. Was twenty and ten versus twenty two and nine. Bridges had a great game. Just the Suns are the other team right now. They're the sexy team. Everyone's following them. Crowder's hitting th- three straight games. He's had at least three three pointers. Um, I like the Suns here. Denver just uh, doesn't get the quality play from all their players all the time. The Suns just seem like they're really enjoying it, really loving uh, taking it in. Booker's been fantastic. Suns minus six. All right. Yeah, the Suns are the sexy team until you show up in that gorilla costume. Then that changes everything. <laughs> when is you find that, it yet? When is it happened? I mean, have you asked? We haven't found before? it. Harry's like, hey, did you you know where that gorilla costume is that we left at your house 20 months ago? I was like, no, I have no idea. <laughs> I, we probably threw it in the All right. Crowd. Well, it would be, it would, it, you know, that was custom made. Ken had that custom made. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Custom. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. All right. I, I well, he should have taken it home if it meant so much to him. What do I need yeah. a gorilla costume here? <laughs> All right. Uh, Parley kid. Go ahead. Harry's just saying. But what do you like? You had the nights the <laughs> other day. That was might spice some things up. Might spice, spice some things up in the bedroom. So oh, uh, <laughs> please. Please. Give your lady a t-shirt. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick with the NHL here, Sal. going to take the Carolina Hurricanes at plus on the money line at plus 108. Uh, Coach Rod Brindamore, tough-nosed fella. He is not going to let the Hurricanes go down um, without making a little bit of noise here. Um, they'll be playing hard here, and uh, they will uh, try to force a game six uh, tonight and stave off elimination uh, and 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 play again back in Tampa. So Hurricanes are home game five. I, I think they get the win here. I like them at plus 108. They're a really good team. I mean, they were, they were, uh, they're the home uh, seed here for a reason. They had more points than Tampa this year. So I think they just have one more good game left in them. Take them as the dog here. Plus one Oh eight. All right. Bright Thursday gave us Portland, Denver over easy, easy, easy. I don't know why I, that, that over must've hit. How many games that series ago? Six. Yeah, six. Yeah. It went at over least four times. Right? It, I think for at least five. I think five. Right? Yeah, I think, I think it was five, five went on. Yeah, I'm looking. I think. Yeah. All right, but uh, enough of that. Ba- pro men's basketball nonsense. Yeah, let's You're go back. Let's go ladies. back to the yeah. ladies. Even though I've lost two in a row uh, with the ladies, um, but <laughs> I'm going to go uh, the Minnesota Lynx minus two and a half at the Mystics, uh, minus one oh five. I believe so. Not a not a ton of upset so far in the WNBA, aside from the Liberty early on, and then the Wiggins the other night beat the Seattle Storm. But it's kind of been, it seems like a lot of chalk for some of these games. But Minnesota coming into this year was supposed to be one of the better teams. Uh, they struggled early because they had a ton of injuries, but now, you know, they have Nafisa Collier back. Um, so they've won three in a row. Um, they're looking good. And the Mystics just haven't played well. They still have a ton of injuries. So I know Lynx are on the road here, but I like them uh, laying the minus two and a half. All right. Uh, Harry, I'm going to go with your pick here. Suns yeah. minus six. I think it's blowouts at home. You know, Jokic can only yeah. do so much. He had 22. I think he's around there in game two, 22-25. I think we're getting what we get out of Austin Rivers. Hmm. Same kind of thing. Michael Porter Jr. has to score like 30 for them to be in yeah. these games. The way Phoenix. I, I just feel like they can't play 
Denver can't play their own pace. Eventually, sure. they took a late third quarter. Only one man, Jokic, can control the pace, and I, I don't think he can. And Suns are getting too many easy floaters in the lane, stuff like that. Paul Aiton from six feet out, you know. The, the and if Aiton South can continue to match Jokic, I mean, yeah, yeah you're right. Someone's going to have to step it up and put 35 on the board for Denver, and I just don't see that happening. Game three might be different, but I agree with you. Suns are still in the 120s. Nuggets struggle to uh, get north of 100. So I'm going Suns with you in game two. All right, let's do it. Joel, Jim, extra points. Good point, bad point. What was the best point made, Joel, in the last hour? Well, if we're using basic math, you should know that uh, (laughs) health will bring up your GPA. So it absolutely, (laughs) Parlay Kid is a teacher. And uh, I thank all the health teachers out there for always giving me an A to bring up my GPA to about a 2.5. Um, <laughs> but my, uh, my good point of the, of the day absolutely is Ben Simmons over nine and a half rebounds. Ooh, nice. uh, also with a parlay kid. The Sixers really closed that game. Uh, I like the way they closed. And uh, I think that was a big wake-up call for them in game one. Also, Harry, if the Suns are the sexy team, I saw Michael Phelps was there last night. Jimmy Goldstein. We absolutely need Harry at the Suns game. He he hasn't I, abandoned them all season. We need we need Harry there. No, he needs a mm. costume. He needs me to f- try to find this costume where he won't go and drive eight miles to the. <laughs> His back is hairy enough. We don't. Need That's that. right. <laughs> exactly. Very true. Polly kid, is that true? I don't want to get you in trouble, but is health typically? Can you get a better grade in health? I mean, if you think about what you is the average be. grade. What's the you average grade be. you've given out? If you have to you take should the be. mean, you know, most 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 health teachers are, um, you know, compassionate people, uh, right. so they're not looking to hurt anybody. They want, you know, they talk about mental health all the time, right? You, you don't want to fail kids, so um, yes. you're gonna you're gonna do them favors. That's for sure. Yeah, you're gonna help. Them I out. think the idea is, listen, these poor kids had to listen to me talk about ejaculation for all year long. I, I got to give. Them hey, we should a do a grade. segment. So I should read. Yeah. I should. I should. I should read the questions from my health class. Oh, uh, yeah, you have questions, right? Yeah. You, you now, know what that, I'm talking about. You know I have some good stuff. Is that separate from the class? I know there's a designated night, where, right? Or is yeah, that in the class? Yeah. You know, Sal, uh, I do something. Uh, I, basically right do, I basically do a, uh, a puberty night, right, for um, like yes. the boys, uh, you know, 11-year-old boys who come in. I've been doing yes. it for like Harry close does to that thirty. Too. I've been cl- no good. I've been doing it for like thirty years. And real quickly, you know, because my first time I ever did it, you right and there? our buddy Frank showed up and sat in the back of the uh, <laughs> the room while I did it. I was sweating. I was so nervous that night. I can't tell you. I was nervous for like a month over that. Like my principal says, "Hey, Darren, you got to run puberty night this year." Uh, yeah, I'm 22 years old. I'm barely through puberty myself, right? Come on down. Don't worry. You're going to have to show a film and answer a couple questions. All right, so let's do that. I mean, that's great. I I remember that. And then you remember, and then I show up, and I I should never have told you guys because you guys show up and sit in the back of the room. Yeah. (laughs) I'm nervous. I was, and so if you remember, it was like the Wonder Years. I'm showing a film like like on the old film projectors, right? <laughs> like the, the kids are in bell bottoms, like the the, the video right, as the kids right, in right. bell bottom. It was the whole night was crazy. 
I, I still do it. Being I still so do excited it. for that night more more than like my birth of my kids. I think we tailgated in the parking lot before <laughs> and actually let people. Out. I have Sal. I, I I've told you I need a good book publisher because I yeah. have hundreds and hundreds of questions from eleven year old boys that yeah. you could not could not even say them on the air. Really? Oh, really? Well, let's let's do that. Let's uh, solicit some questions. Uh, Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. If you have any health related questions for the parlay kid or hit oh. him up at the chalk talker. <clears throat> Either way, let's get some health related. Let's mix it up. It doesn't all have mix to be up. sports, Harry. There you go. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, Jim, what's the worst point? I am going to go with Harry's point. <laughs> in uh, his player prop what? in the Clipper Jazz series, he kept saying Leonard more than Paul George, Leonard more than Paul George. Yeah. Who calls Kawhi Leonard Leonard? Yeah, Doesn't everybody true. call him Kawhi? I thought Ray. he was Myers oh, Leonard or whatever that guy's name right. was. You I'm like, Sugar what Ray? Was he talking about? Oh, yeah, Jim, Jim, you sort of got Jim, you sort Jim, you sort of got to watch these games and know what we're talking about. So, oh, oh. wow. Oh, Harry. Uh, you know, can you you'd have to watch that? the games. I would think Jim is watching more of them than Harry's watching them. Uh, Yeah, maybe. That's true. Definitely. Mm. Harry, you're passing out for health reasons. It's funny. All the the irony over that. I shouldn't I shouldn't I shouldn't rip Darren for being a health teacher. Listen, health science, uh, health health classes in college got me a degree, I guess. So uh, I should be thankful (laughs) for that. Well taking every Kate class in the book that it's been offered. (laughs) Joel, what Joel? You have an extra question here. I thought you are you changing your best point? No, I I do want to know how. What were the other options when Harry said uh, nothing's finer than being hanging out with Brittany Griner? I'm sure at some point it was probably like, all right, should I say nothing's finer than inviting her to a diner? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he yeah, stole just, that from Seinfeld. He stole the he stole no, that line from Seinfeld. Right. Like he always oh, does. You know what? Nothing's no. finer than eating in your diner. If you remember right. that whole scene from Seinfeld. Right, exactly. Yeah. He he signed the uh in the headshot. Yes. I, actually, I will say he, I actually he, thought that myself. He looked I've never seen him look so nervous, but I've also he has a glow today. He is so happy. So thank you, Brittany Griner. You I think you made this man's year. You it did. That was his uh puberty speech night right there. As far as he was really, really nervous. So you came, you came through with flying colors, Harry. Good I'm not just saying you. she's not my she's, I'm not just saying she's my favorite player of all time. Brian, you know, Brian knows it. I said I said she's on uh Harry's Harry's freebie list. When you get the top five uh women you could sleep with, she's in yeah. Harry's top five for the last I, like I have to say six, Harry might years. secretly have some options here where I live because you remember a couple weeks ago he watch my kids for the weekend and his main uh, duty was to keep the book keep score of my son Harrison's tournament four days four games in four days and I show up and then so I'm keeping the book and the mother's all there like oh where's Harry oh we miss Harry, Harry <laughs> oh, was yeah. so funny oh Harry said this Harry said that I'm talking there was like three 30 something year old mothers and they're talking about Harry. They w- wouldn't shut up about it. They're like, Oh, and then Harry at one point is like, I should get paid for this. Oh, he's so funny. Harry's <laughs> favorite line to use, by the way, <laughs> I should get paid for this. Oh, that's the greatest. So tell Harry. We said hi. Had a blast. Everyone was great. Do you remember their blast. names, Harry? Yeah. Laura, uh, Lisa, uh, Lauren, a uh, couple others. Too. Yeah. They were, they remember, were all, yeah. uh, they're all in love with Harry. Unbelievable. Yep. All right. Fun. You're at AAO Harry. Uh, if people want to, uh, I don't know what people want, but anyone needs Harry to keep score and keep the, uh, moms occupied. There you go. He's available. That's it. Yeah. Just, uh, chilling. Hey, it's, uh, 
pretty warm here in Phoenix, 107 this weekend. Just uh, going to spend some time at the pool and watch some sports. That's all. There you go, Brother Bry. You're at the Brother Bry. We have Race to 10 tonight. Race Very to 10. exciting. Very exciting. We got to keep this streak going. So I feel so. Little, little... I feel so. I don't know. I've, I have no confidence in it. No, <laughs> no. We're good. <laughs> Shut oh, we're It's good. funny, though. I don't we think any Atlanta of us Hawks. have had confidence the last like three or four weeks, and we've, we've made it. So. We'll it's right. uh yeah. guess what it's a stupid thing once they throw the ball in the air it doesn't really matter <laughs> there's not a lot of uh thing that goes into but it's not we won four in a row we're playing for at mr penza let's go let's go check it out we'll uh we'll be there live on twitter Polly kid you're at the chalk talker that's right uh you know you're, you're as nervous as you were for puberty night but it's gonna come through <laughs> Can't wait. I can't wait till 7.30 tonight, Eastern time. Let's go. Oh, we might have a good guest. We can't say yet, right? Uh, coming up Thursday. Let's not say yet, mm. but um, it could be fun. Uh, Jim Cunningham, the uh, eyes are ones in your Twitter handle. Yes, sir. At Jim Cunningham and the eyes are ones. I'm with you on the Leonard thing. I have not heard the Leonard thing. Um, it, mm. It's all Kawhi out here. Kawhi's doing this. Kawhi's leaving the team. And that, that was, was that a bad point, though? Was that a was that like such a good point, bad point? Was it a bad Jim, was one? it bad? Just, you know. Stupid. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I don't know if that was a bad point. All right. All right. Leave Brittany alone, Harry. Uh, there you go. And uh, Joel Solomon, plug your uh, T-shirt company. You can find it on Instagram at You've Got Grail. And, uh, Brian, a couple people hit me up about Raiders stuff. They want to know your size. And Nice. Uh, yeah. So hopefully coming your way. Awesome, bud. There you nice. go. All right. So for uh, heel producer Jim Cunningham, babyface Joel Solomon, the degenerate trifecta, I'm Sal. Uh, who am I? I'm Sal. I'm Sal. Saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-